Morgan. I think I get it from Brittany. Right, Brittany? Yeah, I got to hurry up today. I got to let you know at the very beginning of the message, uh, this is an abbreviated service. We're going to be only about 30 minutes. We want our kids in the service with us today so we can be together as one family and uh, be able to move forward in this new series called Make Me Like. Now, there's a bet right now among the staff uh, who's got a timer that I can't do a message in less than 15 minutes. And so today's goal without Red Bull is a message under 15 minutes long. And so all I'm going to try to do is just share my heart with you and share with you about this series and how you can be involved in this series. Who's timing me, by the way? Okay. <laughs> they, they told me, Danny said I couldn't do the introduction in less than 15. So, all right, Pastor Dan, I'm gonna do my best. So what is a campaign? We're gonna be going through a spiritual campaign. The campaign's name is called Make Me Like. So let me give you the idea of the campaign, why it's important and how it's gonna impact your life and my life. So a campaign is simply something where you set aside time to grow spiritually. Now, if you're like me, we all need that. Whether it's I'm trying to change a diet, I'm trying to change exercise, I'm trying to change sports, I'm trying to change a business. Whatever you're trying to change, when you set aside focused time and you work at it, it works, right? Those of you in recovery know that old phrase, right? If you work it, it works. Okay, those of you in recovery know that. That's true of life, right? Not just recovery. So what we want to do is help you to work your spiritual life out over the next seven weeks so at the end of seven weeks, every single one of us will have grown spiritually in four ways. As we gather, we grow, we give, and we go. In fact, your notes this week, all the fill-ins are done for you. Sorry for the fill-in Nazis, but reality, oh, it's all done. Because I just want you to be able to focus on these few things. Here's our theme verse that we picked as pastors. So if you want to open up a Bible, we'll be in 1 Corinthians 10, the end of it, 31. And we're going to actually have our theme verse is 11.1. So whether out of, I'm oh, sorry. So whether you eat or drink, whether you... Um, eat or drink, or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Do not cause anyone to stumble, whether Jews, Greeks, or the church of God. Even as I try to please everybody in every way, for I'm not seeking my own good, but the good of many, so that they may be saved. And here's the verse I want us to camp on for the whole seven weeks in some way. Follow my example. This is Paul. As I follow the example of Christ. So for the next seven weeks, every Sunday, we're going to give you a relational connection between two different people in scripture where you see. Is it good? We're good. Okay. He said he fixed it. He's awesome. Good. Justin's awesome. Okay. Or did one of your kids hit something? That's kid ministry, man. It's good. Okay. That's totally legal today. So here's what I want you to do. I'm just going to shoot from the hip. Why do we gather church family? Why do we gather? We gather because that's the only way that we can spend time with each other. When we don't gather, we don't spend time. When we don't spend time, we don't grow. When we gather specifically in this kind of service, the ultimate goal, I hope you understand this, is to glorify and worship God. If you've never experienced this, I hope you experience this in the next seven weeks. That in this moment, when you gather together with other people, now you can experience God on your own, no doubt. But there's something about the corporate gathering of God's people where God shows up in a very special way that you can't experience if you don't gather. And I think COVID really wrecked this. Um, again, not going too far, what am I time? I'm off already, aren't I? So yeah, I'm getting there. So during COVID, um, Americans' lifespan for the very first time ever in history went down. Did y'all know that? Post-COVID, Americans are living fewer years than they've ever lived in the last 50. Do you know why? Because we didn't gather, that's it. 
with family, with friends, with church, and spiritually. We isolated ourselves, and I don't know if you figured this out yet, but you were made for community. We're built for it. And when we don't get it, it affects us emotionally. So here's what I'm asking for you. Seven weeks, I'm asking for you to faithfully gather with your church family as a part of the campaign. That you would, so I know you've got business trips. I know things sometimes come up, but I'm saying make a commitment for seven weeks to gather in God's home and God's house to experience God's worship. Seven weeks and see what God does because you're faithful to the gathering. If you miss it, make sure you catch the message and you prayerfully think about what to do. At the end of that seven weeks, we're gonna celebrate what God does through the life of our people. We're also gonna give Gathering with Grace. Some of you have been asking, what about that class, Gathering with Grace, where we can join the church, know more about the church, know more about what it means to be in a church. 924, mark it on your calendar. It's on your bulletin. We're gonna do that class for people that wanna connect to the gathering. What about grow? In the area of grow, growth happens when we get in the scriptures, when we study it. Um, For me, first time this ever happened was when I was in a men's Bible study. And I made a commitment to go every Saturday. I didn't like it. It was five o'clock in the morning. Those people were ridiculously stupid. And we had coffee and we had donuts. I had never read the Bible at all in my life. And somehow I became the designated reader for the Bible every time the guys got together. And I grew more in that season than I'd ever grown in a long time because I set aside time to be in God's word and with God's people. So I'm asking you for a seven week commitment to a growth group. Now, here's how we're gonna do that today. You'll see, we have all the growth groups that are existing that want people to join their group are all down in the fellowship hall and you can go check out every one of those groups and see if there's one that fits you. But we'll have three pastors right here in this, congr- in this uh, sanctuary that if you wanna birth a group, they'll help you birth a new group. Here's what a group is, so you don't get complicated. I can't lead a Bible study, I can't do a group. Here's what a group is. Take some people you like, this works better with people that you like, not the ones that you don't like, okay? That's a different part of ministry. You pick a day of the week that you're gonna meet with them. You're gonna do the devotion that will prescribe or a devotion that you find. And when you meet together, you're gonna discuss three things, right, church family? You're gonna discuss the word the, and the wrestle. That's all you gotta do. One thing God showed you in his word, one thing that you're actually wrestling with personally, you need prayer over, one thing that God did, you saw that's a win from God. I wanna share that with other people. We also wanna help you in that area. So on um, October the 1st, both the Mardella and the Seaford campus will be meeting together here to learn how to read God's word through a class called Growing with Grace. We teach you how to read the Bible. And when you finish that class, you'll say, I now understand how to read the Bible. Then we're gonna have to talk about give. Give is probably one of the harder parts of a campaign for people. People think give is always just about money. And there's definitely gonna be a financial component to our campaign. But we want people to understand how to steward their money. To steward means to manage it. Not only their money, but their time. How many of you feel overstretched in time? You never have enough time. You can't get where you want to go. You feel overstretched. You feel burned out. We're going to cover all of that during this series and try to help you to get to a balance, not only in finances, but also with your time. So one of the things that helped me years ago was I took a class. Um, Anybody remember a guy named Larry Burkett? Crown Financial Ministries. My wife and I took that class. We not only learned how to give generously to God, we also eradicated a ton of our debt. And by doing that, we were able to actually give more to God and actually further God's kingdom more. So Lauren's gonna be leading starting September 26th, a class called Financial Peace University. That's Dave Ramsey's version of what Larry Burkett did. And he'll tell you that had a big impact on him. So you should take that. So that could be your group in this season. She'll be meeting with you down there if you want more information at um, our fellowship hall. If you've never done FPU, I'm gonna tell you, do it. 
We've done it three times. And every time I learn something, I grow and I'm in a better financial place. You will eradicate debt. You will put away an emergency fund. And you'll learn how to be a generous person with God. Those three things I definitely will happen. And so with that, I want to tell you a quick story and I want to involve our kids in the message. There is a story about a kid who his mom sent him to church. Anybody want some coins? You want some money? You want some money? Kids want money? No? So this little kid, uh, mom and dad didn't go to church with this particular kid. So if your kid's here, um, I got two of them for you. Who wants some? So you got to come get them, okay? So here's two coins. This young man was given two coins every week that he went to church, and young woman as well. And one coin they told him was for the offering at church, and the other coin was for ice cream, which we're going to have in a little bit, right? Now, now here's the deal. The little boy on his way to church had to go across a little bridge. And when he went across the little bridge, he stumbled and fell. And when he fell, guess what happened to the coins? We dropped them. One went down between the cracks... Yep, yep, come on. One of the coins went down between the cracks and the other one stayed on top of the bridge. When the little coin fell between the cracks, the little boy looked up to heaven and he said, oh, dag, there went God's coin. So anybody need some more coins? We're good, you sure? Anybody want coins? Okay, so, so what I want you all to do is I want you to keep one because that's God's blessing for you. That's what he does when we steward God's blessings well. And the other thing I want you to do, you want some too, okay, is I want you to give one of them away to somebody that you love and someone that you appreciate, okay? And so that's, I think, really the way this should work. God blesses us financially, right, so that we can be a blessing to others and advance the kingdom, so what does that look like for us? I'm going to tell you right up front. We have been doing something for a while that you may not be aware of. Uh, Grace has been living on the generosity of the previous generation. Did anybody know that? So all of the upgrades that you saw happen here at this campus, the birth of Mardella, everything that we've done, we drained our emergency fund as a church to do that because we believe God asked us to. So what we're going to be doing during this financial campaign as a part of it is asking the church to prayerfully consider how we might actually rebuild our emergency fund so that we can then respond to greater things that God's asked us to do. Now, if you're gonna be generous, the church is gonna be generous. So I'm gonna tell you right up front what we're doing. I talked to our finance team about this. We're gonna take a one-time offering at the end of the campaign. So I want you thinking about what is God asking me to give to that? That's above what you normally give. We're gonna be giving at least 10% of that away to ministries that are not a part of this church. So if you're gonna give that, the church is gonna tithe upon it, give a tenth of it away to other ministries, not a part of this church. The other thing I'm gonna ask you to do is prayerfully consider supporting that, building, rebuilding that capital campaign over the next two years through a monthly offering above what you normally give. Why would you do that? And why is that important? Because we wanna position ourselves as a church that we can say yes to God when opportunities are presented to expand his kingdom. We can only do that when we have a reserve fund that we've set aside. So pray about that. I will tell you more as the series goes, because I'm ahead of you on this. This is the first time you're hearing it. But my wife and I have already prayed about what we would sacrificially give, not only for the one-time offering, but also monthly. And um, we did that through prayer. We did that through conversation. And it was painful. But I know every time I sacrifice for God, God shows up in a miraculous way in my life. And that's what we want to see happen in your life. Not about money 
about God's presence. That's our give, okay? We're also gonna do something we've never done in the give area. We're gonna, um, this comes from Christy, where you at? You're over here. She said, people are always wanting to know how to serve, and they don't know how. We'll be updating our website to show every area that you can serve within the community and within the church so you can find the best place that God's calling you to serve and give your heart. Last thing, I want you to go. I know they got, they're like, you got five minutes. How much time I got? Um, all right, five, I'm almost there. Okay, so go. I might make it. Prove Pastor Danny wrong and make a buck out of it. Okay, so he, three minutes, sorry. So go. We're gonna give you the opportunity to engage in a monthly local mission as a church as we go and share the good news of who Jesus is. The first mission is actually this Saturday. We will give away 360 pounds of chicken to this community at no cost to them to say you are loved. And we want you to be able to be a part of that. So there's a sign-up sheet for that, the Go Desk. If you want to know more about it, let me know. There's a lot of ways to sign up for that. Some, uh, somebody said to me, I'm not coming at six o'clock in the morning to cook chicken. I said, that's okay. I know you're not a morning person. Show up at 10 and actually help pack that chicken to give out and have conversations with people in the community. We will give you a monthly, every month, opportunity to engage your local community. Every month there'll be something new. One of the new things we'll be doing this year we've never done is the Deaf Santa in December where we'll let kids who sometimes don't get to visit Santa, visit Santa in a unique way right here and for them to engage with that and hear the good news of who Jesus is. Amen? All right. Then we'll also have two uh, regional missions we'll let you know about, two international missions that we'll let you know about, and we're thinking that God may even out of this campaign, pray about this, some of you I know are at this place, maybe calling maybe somebody even in this church to become an international missionary and maybe even move from this place to another place in the world to present the gospel to an unreached people group. So these are some of the things we've been asking and praying God for. Here's, here's what I'm asking you for. The next seven weeks, set aside time and commit to a group to grow in. Here's what I know. Some of you are saying this right now. I don't have time. Let me tell you what I've learned about time. All of us have the time that God wants us to have to do what God wants us to do but we're gonna to have to say no to certain things to make time for God. That's the reality of how spiritual stewardship works. It works financially that way. It also works in our time. So what I want to do for you today, we're gonna to to bring the band back up, man's gonna come back up, is I wanna give you that chance. So again, I want you to prayerfully consider, if you're in a group, make sure you go down after this song, hang out with your group, meet some people, tell them about your group, and invite them to be a part of your group. If you're thinking about launching a group for yourself, come and meet me or one of the pastors here up front, and we will help you birth a group right now in the service. That's kicking, brother. I like it. Hammond. Give me a Hammond if you're going to give me something like that. <laughs> but we want you to be able to do that. Now, listen, let me tell you. All you got to do to host a group is be a willing person that says, I want to meet and hang out with people I like, and we'll help you do it. Word, wind, wrestle. If you're already in a group, don't leave. Make sure you go down and hang out with your group and get some ice cream and talk to other folks, okay? And by the way, if you're going to launch a group, it's up to you. You can either launch your group here and then go get ice cream, or go get your ice cream, then come back and we'll help you launch a group. Why is this important? And why is this just not a program or a gimmick? Let me tell you why. If you don't make time to spend time with other believers talking about your faith, then you will lose your faith. It's only a matter of how long. Because if we don't actually come together as the church, both in this kind of worship 
and in connection to pray together and support one another, then we lose what the church is really all about. So the biggest thing you're gonna do today at the launch of this campaign, Make Me Like, is get in a group or birth a group. And that's why we're here today, to do all that we can to help you to do that. Amen? Amen, I'll pray for you. And then we're gonna worship God. And then after that, we're gonna leave, have some ice cream and get in groups. Father in heaven, thank you for this series. Thank you for making me like. Thank you for the amazing aspects of stewardship that you'll be teaching us through this campaign. Thank you for the relationships that we're going to learn about in Scripture. Relationships both in the Old and the New Testament. The importance of male and female relationships in both of those testaments. How you've called us to share our life with one another, not only corporately, but also in small groups and growth groups and in the way that we give our lives away. Father, thank you for the kids in this room right now. Help us to be reminded that they're not a distraction, but that they're a joy. And just because their lives are a little different, it's not something that distracts us, it's a blessing to us. As a a lady shared with me just a few weeks ago, so good to hear those feet and that noise, because it reminds us that there's life within your church. Father, remind us that family is important and family takes time. And today we want to set aside the time to draw closer as a Christian family. Thank you for how you're going to do that in the lives of each person here in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, amen. Amen.